Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Isabel Prestia is a business and marketing coach, the host of Start Somewhere, the podcast, and the co-creator of the app Sala Wellness. She's also a grounded and talented meditation teacher. With qualifications in marketing, branding, and social media, Isabel works with clients to help them build a magnetic brand and teaches them how to show up confidently online. During today's conversation, we chat about the different types of meditation, how meditation can look and feel different for you, particularly breaking that stigma of that typical cross-legged person sitting in complete silence with no thoughts image that you may have in your mind, how tuning into your breath can transform your day, even the busiest and stressful ones, exactly how you can get started on your own meditation journey and ways to carve out space in your day, how you can become an energy magnet to those around you, plus so much more. Let's dive into our conversation today with the beautiful Isabel Prestia. Isabel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Hayley, for having me. 
Now you are one podcast, what's one podcaster to another podcaster. We are both in the podcast field. Uh, what's it like being on the other end of the microphone today? It's exciting. It doesn't happen as much as I really, as much as I host interviews. That being said, though, I think now that I've put it out there, I'm starting to get more of them. And yeah, it's such a cool spin to be on the other side. <laughs> Definitely. I got interviewed recently by a podcast, like by some girls on a podcast. And I was like, this is so crazy. Like, it's just such a different energy and different mm. vibe. But I loved it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's fun. It's, lo- it's lo- lots of fun. Yeah, definitely. Now we're going to dive into all things meditation today. And it is, oh gosh, I just really, really feel from the bottom of my heart, like it's it's just such a timely conversation at the moment. Like we are seeing, you know, burnout and overwhelm and stress and anxiety levels through the absolute roof. Um, so I can't wait to get into all the juiciness around that. But before we jump into that conversation, Isabel, can you tell us how you became a meditation teacher, which I think is amazing, and a little bit of the backstory around that? Oh, so I actually haven't really told this story before. So I have been meditating consistently for almost, well, actually pretty much three years now. That's like my proudest thing to date. Um, It's just really changed so many aspects of my life, which I'm sure we'll delve into in this episode. But in terms of my journey to becoming a teacher, it really started with me, I mean, becoming obsessed with meditation. And then of course, with my platform, with my podcast and my online profile, I started to see such huge shifts in myself. And so it just made sense to share that with my community and the type of work that I do as well. I really, I fell into the mindfulness wellness space very early on and I just started to share more and more knowledge and insights and everything to do with meditation as to how much it just changed me. And then as that kind of went on and the more I, I guess, progressed myself as I invested in mentors and coaches and they really started to see that I had this passion for meditation. Like one of them, I forgot who, must have given me the idea to start recording my own meditations. And I had, I think I just uploaded them to YouTube, like completely free. Um, And that was just such a special, special thing to me because I'm just like so passionately like in love with meditation basically and one thing kind of led to the other and then I have a podcast as well so I started to teach more about the benefits of meditation and in my episodes I'm pretty sure I mentioned meditation at least once because it always just it's such a backbone of my life and my success and who I am and everything else in between and one thing just kind of kept leading after the other so it really was taking that first step and then before I knew it I really had just started to attract you know specific people around me who could really offer me more opportunities in regards to becoming a meditation teacher and that being said a wonderful friend of mine Carlo who actually worked with him as well as a mentor he came to me uh the start of 2020 sorry the start of 2022 and he was creating an app and he came to me and asked me to I mean firstly be a teacher on the app and secondly be the co-creator of the app and I think that just shows by really just sharing and living my passion for meditation he obviously he could see that firsthand and he wanted somebody who was just as passionate about meditation to not only be a teacher but be involved in this app and so I guess now in reflection it really started with just staying true to myself and owning and honoring this passion that I have um and I just have such a drive to this sounds like far-fetched but honestly just change the world with meditation like I've always just been low-key crazy enough to say I want to change the world and I think you know now more than ever mental health 100% so so important and crucial and I just look back at my past and how meditation has helped me just overcome you know the smallest or the biggest hurdles and I'm like 
everyone needs to experience these shifts because it's not just one thing it changes it's not just this you know kind of woo woo oh i'm just like a little bit more zen it's like serious shifts it's confidence it's focus it's your relationships it's connection it's i could just list on and on so it's just a very very deep passion of mine mm, i love it and you can tell the way you speak about it too i think the beautiful thing being inside the self-development space is you live and breathe it. It's like your life. So, you know, I'm sure it doesn't even feel like work because you, you do it every day, you implement it, you practice what you preach and it just radiates. Um, and you know, it, you are like your own walking, talking, selling, you know, like you, you just your own advertisement, really. Can you remember that pivotal moment where you turned to meditation? Like, were you going through a shift? Was there something happening in your life where you thought, I'm going to give this a try. It's funny how it came about. I've always been very interested in it, you know, throughout university and that kind of thing when I was, you know, a teenager. And I, I always tried it, but I just could never really find my flow. Staying consistent is the hardest thing with meditation. You know, you find one YouTube video or one really cool recording and then that, like, it doesn't stick as a habit. That being said, I feel like it was always kind of destined for me to have such a big part of meditation in my life. When I had one of my jobs not too long ago, um, my bosses at the time, they had... Uh, they study meditation. So the style of meditation is called transcendental. And um, they basically have been doing it for like four or five years. And they obviously experienced such huge positive impact. So they wanted their team to learn meditation. So they kindly put myself and my coworker through this course. It was just like a couple day, you know, half day course kind of thing. And ever since then is when I've been consistent with meditating. So if it wasn't for them, I probably never would have like picked up my own finger and put myself in a course but from doing that it really just built up the habit and that's kind of what meditation is it's a habit it's self-discipline it's really just training yourself and funnily enough the timing of that was just insane because as this came into my life I was just going through a huge breakup um you know such it was like a really really horrible time in my life I was getting very badly hurt and just it wasn't it wasn't a good time and basically meditation came into my life like literally a week before and I think a reason why I'm so passionate and so just committed to meditation is because it just helped me overcome what could have been such a horrible challenge in my life but instead I just coasted through it and I just seriously shocked and I was so proud of myself at how I handled that situation. Whereas if I look at, if I had that situation without meditating, without having this really clear, grounded, sensible mindset, I just would have, it just would have gone the complete opposite end. So it came into my life when I truly needed it. And um, yeah, it's just been by my side ever since. I love that so much. So for those who are not familiar with meditation and maybe the headline of this podcast episode has sparked their interest, um, sparked their interest. What, so you mentioned transcendental meditation there. There's so many others like Vedic meditation and, and, you know, the list goes on. Can you tell us what's so different about the practice that you, um, you teach and do yourself? So funnily enough, actually, the one that I do myself, so transcendental, this is where there's no guidance, there's no voice, there's no music, there's no nothing. It's purely just yourself and silence. And when I first heard this, I'm like, that sounds like, that sounds terrifying, to be honest, because if you're not used to it, that sounds very uncomfortable to sit with your thoughts and that's it. Mm -hmm. However, when you do learn this practice, they give you a mantra and a mantra is, it's like a word, but not necessarily like a word you can look up in the dictionary that way. Like, for example, dog or cat, where you're not associating a meaning to it. It's more like a sound. And so they give you this, they, this like sacred mantra, they call it. And um, every time a thought comes into your mind, you gently repeat this mantra in your mind 
to allow the thought to, you know, gently go away. The thing is with meditation, I feel a lot of people have this understanding that it may it means we have to stop thinking altogether, but that is not even humanly possible to stop our thoughts. It's more so controlling when they come in and then recognizing when they come in and hence the mantra comes into play to really allow you to shift your focus and to just be like, hey, I can see this thought it's good, it's bad, it's sad, it's happy, that doesn't matter. I'm just going to push it away and focus back on my mantra. And it's a practice. Like, it's something you constantly build upon. I'm not a master. I've been doing it for three years, but I'm not like an expert. It's something you really have to build upon. Um, And so the type of meditation that I teach is actually the opposite, to be honest. Um, And this is a guided meditation. So this is where, you know, you have a really beautiful soundtrack or song in the, like, you know, really nice tone in the background, and then you have a voice. So then I, I script a whole bunch of meditations. um, And I feel in terms of teaching people, I think this is a really powerful way to start. This is how I started when I first got introduced to meditation, when I was, you know, a teenager at university, like I shared before, but having this guided meditation with somebody's voice, is just it's really safe and really secure and you feel supported because there's no it kind of reduces you know the worry and the fear and am I doing this right and I should should I be itching my my face and you know I need to do this I need to do that it's like you just have this calming voice to really just to be there for you I love that and like you said it's guided you are the guide you guide you're not telling people how to feel or what to think it's you're the guide you're just there to like you said feel supported and safe I love that so much so if we strip it back even further how would you say how would you say someone could start with meditation do you think it's carving out the space first finding it in the routine do you feel like it's get like you said it's uncomfortable to sit with your own silence do you think it's getting used to that like where would you say someone could start from the very beginning where they're like okay because if you um I was saying this recently if you google any self-development the best practices for feeling good and and improving and growing and thriving um in this life it meditation is number one for everyone no matter what you ask it's almost number one and it's it's a common thread for a lot of people no matter what industry they're in no matter how successful they are a lot of people will put it down to meditation we've heard it all before so many people are hearing it but they're like i get it i know but where the heck do i even start and what will that look like for me like you said it looks different for everyone right Yeah, I think a couple of things. I think firstly, you know, if you are Googling and you're seeing it's such a common trend, start to, I want to say, educate yourself as to what the benefits are and to how that is going to positively impact your life because then you're going to be inspired to meditate. If you do it just because you think you should be doing because we're told it's the number one thing to do, you may drop off after seven days and that's not what we want. We want this to build upon as a habit. And this leaves me secondly, like it's a habit. It's a practice. Like it's something, yeah, we need to carve out the time. Like, you know, I meditate for 20 minutes uh, most mornings, not going to say every morning, sometimes miss a day, like no one is perfect. But, you know, most mornings, that means getting up 20 to 30 minutes earlier. You can't just, you know, normally get up at seven and be like, yeah, I'm just going to try squeezing a 20 minute meditation while still needing to do X, Y, Z in your morning routine. So it's getting inspired, which is what is going to motivate you. And then secondly, it is creating that space. And whether that's, you know, setting up a certain space in your house, in your bedroom, obviously getting up earlier, creating, like just carving it out in your routine otherwise it's not going to happen 
Mm, that's right. And I love what you said at the start there. It's why, why are you doing it? You know, is it to reduce stress? Is it to feel more clarity? Um, what are the, you know, the top benefits you found? I know you briefly mentioned this before, but what are the top, you know, benefits you found for yourself, but then also others that you've worked with? Mm, confidence, number one. And I think this has been like a, uh, kind of like an outcome of a whole bunch of other things. And that is becoming so much more self-aware. So really being able to, you know, call yourself up if you're not doing something properly or be able to see where you stand in a certain situation. Like, you know, it maybe if there was a conflict or something, be able to be like, actually, maybe I wasn't the best in the situation, be able to see where you stand and also self-discipline because I think self-discipline actually is the biggest thing because you're literally training your mind, you're training your body to sit there and to Frank, do nothing. Like I remember when I first started, you know, you start, the end goal is 20 minutes for a whole session. And, you know, you start in five and then 10, you gradually increase. And I just remember so clearly starting off with like five minutes and I was, I was in such a, a bad, you know, a pretty bad point in my life. And it was so difficult to just sit there and be with my thoughts when my whole world was turning upside down. And it was so challenging. And I was like, how on earth am I going to do this for 20 minutes? So by building upon it, it builds this self-discipline. And I really believe how you do one thing is how you do everything. So that then trickles on into every area of your life. And then, you know, this self-awareness is built and then eventually this confidence is built. So confidence is like the golden thing for me. Like that has just been my favorite part because who does not want to feel more confident? That being said, being so self-disciplined just like supports you in every area of your life. Mm, I love those key points you said then. Yeah, the confidence is everything. It's a ripple effect if you're starting yeah. your day like that, you know. Um, and what you said as well, like the reaction in a conflict, I think you might not even notice it in the moment, but on reflection and, you know, being aware of how you reacted, you're like, hang on a sec, I actually yeah. handled that a lot differently than what I would have a month ago or, you know, two months ago. And it's that, you know, sometimes you can't see it in the moment. It's like sometimes, you know, if you want to get fitter, you know, you, you might not see it, you might not be feeling it in your clothes right away, but then you look back on it, you go, far out. I'm actually doing like 10 push-ups now and I could only do one before. And it's, yeah, very similar, I'm assuming, with the meditation side of things is, yeah, that you might not be aware of it in the moment, but on reflection, you look back and mm -hmm. or even someone else might say, hey, you're real more calm. You know, the way you reacted then is, is you know, so different. Like, what's going on? What are you doing? What's your secret? People will, you know want to know um and the other thing I, I loved what you said then about the self-discipline is like teaching yourself to do something challenging as well um it's the same like you know um I jump in the shower every morning and I finish it off with the cold and it's you know we're in Victoria in the dead of winter at the moment and it is freezing so a lot of people be like are you kidding I'm not going to do that like that's silly but it's teaching your mind to do something that's challenging and the you know the discipline the self-discipline behind that is incredible because you're doing something that's challenging with the meditation it's discipline it's uncomfortable at the start you're teaching yourself to do it um, and then to have that consistency um, which brings me to the next question consistency well you know how important is that to maintain rather than like you said have that seven days and then you trickle off and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. that routine goes out the window like mm -hmm. how can we become more um consistent in the routine for it to then have those effects i know you've worked your way up to 20 minutes which is amazing you know how how has that changed with your consistency uh, it's just a whole bunch of practice and um, doing it on the days where you don't want to do it because that's when you need to do it the most. Doing it on the days when you are super busy because that's when you still need to do it the most. And yeah, it's it's been like, okay, maybe I have such a busy day today. I need to get up even earlier. Like 
doing that then because you're showing up for yourself and you know this really affects what we're just saying like how you do one thing is how you do everything you you don't realize how powerful this is to your mind you are proving to yourself that you can do this no matter what and yet again consistency is like a muscle as well and then eventually it just becomes like habitual like it's just it just makes sense it's just like brushing your teeth as soon as you get out of bed like it's just something that you do on autopilot however that being said like of course everything has a polarity everything's an opposite like I definitely go through phases where maybe I'm not doing it every day and then you know oh, I, I skipped yesterday I'll skip again I'll skip again like I'll stuff it I've skipped the week like it's the Sunday forget it and like that happens definitely like every now and then like like I said before no one is this like enlightened perfect human being but it's just um eventually being able to pull yourself up on it be like okay like I've been slack I'm self-aware here I can see I've been slack and you know when you do get back to it like I just can't stress how much meditation just truly is a practice like you don't you don't really master it unless you're like you know dedicate your life to being a monk where that's all you do for like 12 hours a day, 12 hours a day. <laughs> so some days when I meditate and I know others say this as well is some days you feel more calm and you feel like okay this is working it's I feel really good and that you know I really needed that and then other days your mind is on the shopping list it's on the to-do list it's on something that happened last night it's on the way that you felt this morning when you woke up why is that and how do you feel on those days that our monkey mind is more active that you get the better results i feel like sometimes that happens but it's are these the moments where we should be just sitting in that space anyway or like do you feel it's still having that same impact or not that's a good point i think on reflection like when i've had those moments where my mind is everywhere and maybe i'm feeling a little bit anxious about something i find i'm like no meditating would help me but then i find i can't because i'm just like too anxious I can't really sit still and I think there's no right or wrong everybody is so different I think for me sometimes I just have too much energy inside of me I just need to go like exercise or get that out of me um that being said like in terms of like our monkey mind I truly believe I mean this isn't exactly about meditation but you know our phones and notifications like I try I mean this kind of goes my morning routine as well I you know do my best to not check my phone for as long as possible like I don't open social media to like 10 11 a.m because I know once I start feeding into it it's like a stimuli and it's it's reactive mm -hmm. and we want to keep going back to it where oh we check Instagram there's a DM there's a like put the phone down for 10 minutes let me go back because it's a habit we're priming ourselves to be like that so I truly think you know as I have become more discipline in meditation so has my usage with social media like my my whole job is on social media that being said I'm so mindful to not be on the apps all the time because it just feeds into this and it just it creates this, this monkey mind like you shared I love that so much I think a lot of us can benefit from that tip right there I love that you only jump on at 10 a.m i i you've even inspired me to do that. Like, I love that so much. Mm. Um, can you chat to us a little bit about burnout? I know that you work around businesses in particularly in burnout, um, which we're seeing a lot at the moment and using, you know, meditation. What, you know, how, I guess, are there different ways you teach that in your meditations when you're specifically looking at burnout? Sorry. I feel I don't know, like specifically hone in on burnout. I think it's something that we can avoid, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and I think it, it is by these mindfulness practices and it is just by being so much more aware as to what is 
taking our energy and um yeah i think just being really mindful as to okay maybe i shouldn't be exerting all my energy onto this and you know conflict i think we've mentioned that already and just engaging in certain conversations and decisions and i think it can be a whole combination of things that can really uh contribute to experiencing burnout um i think it's just being as self-aware as possible to pull yourself up in it before it becomes much worse i think we definitely can all avoid it um if we just start to take a little bit more care and give our minds a little bit more love mm, and like you say having that self-discipline in the morning to actually getting it done and it's then that ripple effect um throughout the day um and yeah you're probably going to be more aware of that burnout or the you know when you when you're nearing that burnout or you're, you're overexerting yourself and you're like hang on a second i need to um zoom out here and and make some shifts in my day i love that so much That's yeah awesome. and also you know when we do meditate we become so much more clear in our minds therefore we're able to really structure our days better and actually see the things we need to get done opposed mm. to somebody who goes through burnout or has experienced burnout they're thinking they need to do everything 20 of the 20 things when in fact you probably only need to do three out of those 20 things but because we live in such a world where you know we see one person do xyz we think we need to do the same when in fact you really don't you do whatever feels best to you um therefore you're able to make more mindful decisions to then you know kind of bypass the whole burnout situation and just hone in on what feels truly good to you mm, that's so great can you take us through a little structure of a meditation Oh, okay. how you teach it and get into it. Um, okay. I mean, if you were, if, you know, if someone listening right now, they might be in the car, they might be, they might be doing something. They're not necessarily <laughs> sitting still. So how can we can kind of tune into our breath and be, I mean, you and I are sitting right now. Um, so yeah, how, how would we even start? Mm, okay. I think firstly, really focus on dropping into your body. So like you and I, we're sitting right now, really focusing on your feet on the floor. And then putting like a lot of your energy and focus to where you are grounding your body, whether you are standing, you're walking, you're sitting, and then really just focusing on the feeling coming up. So really focusing on your belly, on your stomach and your heart and really dropping into this. And this really is like your feminine energy. So, you know, when are we here? Like masculine is very logical in the mind. Feminine is just dropping in the body. And, you know, you can kind of start, I do this a lot, actually. You can really just start to notice the difference when you are focusing on your heart and on your belly, on your stomach. And this really is about allowing us to ground and to slow down. And then that being said, you know, there's walking meditations, there's shower meditations. You don't have to be this traditional, you know, cross-legged, eyes closed, palms up type situation. Like you can do it right now as, with our eyes open as we're talking. And then, you know, it's really just slowing down your breathing. Like it's actually so powerful how just taking three you know, deep, long breaths can just allow everything just, just to zen, just to really hone down. And I, I call it tuning into your channel and, you know, that's your intuition, whether, you know, you're pretty exposed to the spiritual world or not. It's really just honing down, dropping into the now. It's just dropping into your body and noticing what comes up. Um, you know, if you're feeling anxiety, if you are, you know, feel like maybe burnout's coming, if there's lots of things, you know, stress, there's lots of worry going on, just notice where you're feeling that in your stomach, in your chest, wherever that may be. Maybe you're feeling great. Maybe there's nothing there, but just giving like gentle awareness to it because meditation is awareness and it, it's no judgment. It's maybe we're having bad thoughts. Maybe we're overstressing, we're overthinking, we're thinking poorly about somebody. Don't judge that just observe it for what that is because as soon as we judge we're being we're being hard on ourselves we're not being kind to ourselves so be like okay 
that's a crappy thought. That's not too kind. Or I'm being cruel to myself here. Let's just let that go. No judgment. And just come back to focusing on your breath and just really focus on like the inhale and the out and the exhale. And just, you know, I just like literally, I just envision that like air coming up your nose and then coming out of your breath, out of your mouth. And there's this method as well. Um, it's pretty popular as well. It's called the box breathing method where you breathe in for four seconds, you hold for five and you breathe out for six. And so as you can see, it gets longer each time because it's really just like lengthening and exhaling and just, just slowing down. I love that one. Yeah. There's some really beautiful techniques out there. There's the four, four, four and four as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah breathe in, uh, inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, inhale for four. I love the um the longer one though, because yeah, it's it's the um exhale has to be longer than the inhale. Yeah. Isn't it? And like, yeah. Yeah. And if I'm at my desk and if I just have forty thousand things going on in my mind, it's just so simple. Like you know, just breathing in, and then you just breathe out for that little bit longer just a few rounds and you'll just you know, practice. Like don't be too harsh on yourself, just be kind. And eventually you'll start to be able to coast through like stress and anxiety, whether work related or not, just so much calmer. Um, you know, I think somebody noticing that you're more of a calm person, like someone said to me, you're so enlightened. And I'm like, that is like the best thing I could ever hear because they're really complimenting like your energy, your vibe. Like mm -hmm. you're just giving off this really nice calming nature. And like, we are just drawn to people like that instantly. Like if there's somebody who's like super, you know, up in their head, overthinking, like it's real stressy. Like we don't really want to be around that too much. Or somebody who's just like so chill and centered and grounded, I can just see things from all perspectives, like we're so much more drawn to that type of energy and we can become that so easily. So it's just these little simple practices, you know, people listening, whether you are driving or you're cleaning or you're walking, just bringing that gentle attention and focus to your breath. I already feel calm as you were talking then. I was just focusing I know, on I that. Like, yeah, I feel like we've really just like dropped now. And yeah. We did. Yeah, we have. It's it's really beautiful. You just made me aware. Um, you know, I just dropped into my chair a little bit more and had my hand on my belly. And yeah, just that reconnection and just yeah, bringing it down a level. Is that how we can even just bring like bring it into our day a little bit more as well? Like, yes, we've done the the I guess traditional sense of a meditation sitting down in the morning but yeah even at our desk at work whether we're you know tending to the kids um and we need a moment to ourselves, like is that something that we can you know just kind of drop back into in our day as well um bringing those those techniques that you just taught us then into our day to keep it that momentum going and bring you know dropping back into that energy as well. Yeah, I think having fun with it and realising, you know, we all live such busy, loud lives. Like we don't all have the luxury just to, you know, switch off the world for 20 minutes and be in absolute silence. And, you know, I think being able to do it while it's hustle and bustle when you're on a bus, you're in a car, you've got the kids, you've got X, Y, Z happening. Like, you know, it, you eventually get to a point. I remember when I first started, I needed like absolute silence to meditate. Any Like the bus, a bird, anything, a dog barking it will disrupt me. Whereas now I can meditate with like traffic going by and people in my house yelling because it's something you're able to tune out the noise and you're not mm -hmm. focusing on that. Instead, if you get, I mean, like this being said, this is after a few years, but when we do get caught up in the outside world, like that is a, just a distraction. And I look at that as like a test to see how willing you are to actually go within and quieten out that outside world. So, you know, a lot of like gurus say like you should be able to meditate on a bus and public transport and these loud settings um, because it's not about the outside, it's about how much you can quieten the outside and drop into the inside. 
Mm, yes. I love that so much because it's, ta- it's been practical for in our life as well, how we quite and yeah, everything that's going on around because we, we live in a very noisy world a very very noisy world our phones our tv the computers yeah. notifications people critics you know there is this this platform now where people can say whatever they want you know we are we live in such a noisy environment and I think now more than ever meditation is so important um and yeah I love I love 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 all of that you've definitely inspired me even just to incorporate it more throughout my day <laughs> so thank you um how does your morning routine do you meditate morning and night like how does your your practice go and then also how did how does it um like how does your morning look as well so yeah when I first uh when I first learned meditation I was doing 20 minutes in the morning and then because I learned it through my old workplace we actually had a meditation break which is so cool. Um, so like, it was like an after lunch kind of thing. So we'd all, we all went into this meditation room and yes, I was doing it twice a day for about 18 months. And that was at the very beginning. And I think that really, really served me for that time. You know, it just enabled me just to really like boost forward in my meditation practice and become so consistent because I was doing it for what, 40 minutes a day. Whereas now I think it's so important to I mean, like, number one, be kind with ourselves. And number two, recognize that lifestyles, routines, we change as people. I don't necessarily feel like I need to do it twice a day for 20 minutes. Like, you know, we just have different commitments. And, you know, that served me for a certain period. Whereas now I definitely, it's a non-negotiable every single morning. Um, And, you know, obviously, you know, maybe like a Sunday, you know, I might have a time doing it off, but I notice the effects when I do skip a day. So that is really what inspires me to stay consistent with it. Um, In terms of my morning routine, it really is, you know, as soon as I wake up, not checking my phone, um, I jump into my office and I meditate in there. I do that for 20 minutes. I'm such a big journaler as well. I find, you know, the more I do it, the more ideas and insights and, you know, meditations and podcast episodes and business ideas. And just like, honestly, anything comes to the surface. Um, You know, they come like downloads. It comes to the surface after I meditate. So I meditate, I journal. um, And then, you know, now about then I feel like I'm ready to go about my day. And that being said, I still be very mindful not to check my phone because we're really just setting ourselves up to be a slave to our phone. Um, and that it's just, I just can't stress enough how much not checking my phone as much has just, I don't know, helped to make my, my mental health, number one, amazing. Like I'm really proud of my mental health. I'm really able to care for myself when I need to pull myself up, take myself out of dark places. Whereas before, like, you know, we, we wallow in it, we sit in it. We, it's hard to pull ourselves out of it, but when we meditate we can become so much more self-aware, we're able to be like, okay, you're feeling sad sit in it for a bit but now I'm going to pull you up on this because you know you don't deserve to be down there no one deserves to be down there so yeah I think you know we always hear how you start your morning is how you know it sets the tone for the rest of your day 100% that being said you don't need to have this like you know super strict you know 10 part practice to your morning routine I think just pick something that feels really really good for you and for me that's meditating journaling and just not checking my phone Mm, I love that. Like you said, you've got to find what's right for you, um, not what someone's telling you to do. Cause it, cause that's, what's going to keep you consistent and, and actually excited to do it. Cause it might feel clunkier at the start. It might feel a bit, a bit wonky. Um, but then it's like anything you, you do it consistently enough, then you start craving it. And like you said, you notice when you don't do it, you notice the effects. So yeah, you might not even notice it in the moment uh, when you are doing it, but it's when you're not doing it, you're like far out. Like this is, yeah, that that was having such a profound impact on my life.
life and you know need to jump back in and and make it a priority so yeah I love that so much is there something that we haven't covered today Isabel that you wanted to throw into the conversation Oh, I think as well, just kind of following on what we just shared in terms of meditation, like think of it like this, for example, you know, you have the rubbish in the kitchen, for example, and, you know, you're not taking out, you're not taking it out every week and just keeps building and building and building. Think of your mind like that. It's all of this clutter. And so, you know, you take it out one week, like this is you meditating, and then you forget to take it out the next week. And so it just keeps building on and on. So think of it like, you know, you're not going to leave. I mean, I hope you're not going to leave the house that brushing your teeth. Think of it like that. You're cleaning your mind. You're taking out the trash. You're taking out all the junk. And, you know, when I have missed a few days and I come back to it, it is a little bit more difficult to get back into the rhythm because it's been a few days without meditating so there's a lot of clutter going on up here whereas the more consistent I am which of course inspires me to keep going the cleaner it feels and just the more incredible I basically feel throughout my day Mm, I love that analogy of the bin I just pictured you like you know when you go to sit down for the meditation like holding this really really full bin and like all the things are like balancing on um yeah yeah, but if you're consistently taking it out, um, yeah, there's not much to clear. So I love that so much. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's really, really brilliant. Um, thank you. Anything else? Um, no, I think that's everything. I think, you know, if you're listening to this and you're just the tiniest bit inspired and, you know, you think it's possible to change your mindset and to become more confident and, like, it's just so possible for everybody and just being super open that it's not just a, you know, copy and paste, plug and play. Like you find what vibes best with you. Like you may love what I do, which is transcendental, like having this mantra. You may love a guided meditation. You may love like a walking meditation. Like there's no one size fits all. I think in personal development, in mindfulness, yes, it's so, so broad. That being said, you can find, like find your flavor. And once you've found that, you will just be able to run with it and tweak it as you go. Like add sprinkles, take this out, do whatever you want. It's yours. And if it works for you, it works for you. There's no right or wrong when it comes to this type of stuff. Mm, Absolutely. Because I think there is this little bit of stigma still around meditation that it has to look like this cross-legged, legged, you know, beautiful person sitting down with their hand, their palms up and, you know, this beautiful breathing and their, their mind is clear and, oh my gosh, like all the butterflies are flying around. You know, it doesn't, it, it, it it looks and feels differently for every body and every mind. And I love that so much. And I think you've given us all permission today to really drop into that and find what works for you and, and maybe open, maybe it's helped people open their mind a little bit more to meditation yeah. um, and, and realize that it's not so scary and that it, it can be of great benefit no matter who you are, like no matter who you are, um, it's available to you. It's free. <laughs> it's free right now. You can do it you know, it's never too late. It doesn't matter how old you are or anything else in between. And yeah, like such a big part of my mission is, yeah, guiding people through meditations, but teaching them that, you know, I think I touched on this earlier, like it's okay to scratch. It's okay to sneeze. It's okay to question, oh my God, I can't stop thinking right now. Like I I have a few free guided meditations on my YouTube channel, which people can find through my um, Instagram page. And that really is just allowing them like, yeah, giving them that permission, like you shared and being like, normalizing it's okay for all this stuff to be going on up here and to be feeling all weird in our bodies and I just really want to be that first step for people you know my whole branding is start somewhere I want people to be how to take that first step to start your meditation practice and then once you're on that step you take it any direction you want to take it 
Mm, amazing and i'll link to your instagram page your beautiful podcast start somewhere um and also the sala wellness app as well i'll link to all that in the show notes so thank you so much for sharing your beautiful energy today isabel it's been amazing um like i said i already feel calm i feel like my shoulders have dropped a little bit um and then just that dropping into that breathing and i'm sure others are feeling the same as well and um, we can continue the conversation over on socials is you hang out in instagram yeah Yep, yep, yep. Um, my Instagram is Isabel Prestia. I'm always open to chatting to new people, whether about you know mindfulness, meditation, whether about business, whether about whether about mental health, whatever it is. I just yeah, I think wellness and mindfulness and personal development. It's just such a, it's such a fun topic to chat about with like-minded people. Mm, absolutely like-minded definitely for sure um when you find your people you find your people I was talking to a client the other day and she's like you just get me like other people just don't get me like um you know when you find your people you're like it's like you're coming back home you're like yes I feel like I'm being myself I know and you just yeah you can just kind of bypass all the small talk and that kind of stuff you can go straight in with the deep stuff and not Mm -hmm. feel like this judgment from people be like oh my god I had this crazy thought it's blah 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 and they just get you like people get you like that's all you need yeah and it like literally lights you up like yeah when you find someone that you're like oh because sometimes you do have to you feel yourself lowering or you feel yourself changing your way um yourself in a way around certain people because you feel like you can't be your full self to your to people um and i don't like doing that i think it feels icky um so yeah when you feel someone when you're around someone and even meditation you attract like-minded people anyway Mm -hmm. because you you're vibrating on that different level you're going to naturally attract people into your life that are on the same frequency um yeah it does it warms your heart when you just find someone it's like you just want to give them a big hug and be like oh i can be myself we get each other (laughs) yeah it's so beautiful all right we're going to leave it there isabel thank you so much for our chat today thank you for having me Haley. it's been such a pleasure Another beautiful episode now locked inside the vault of the Hayley Morecambe podcast for you to reference and re-listen to at any stage. Isabel gave us so many tips and tricks for you to implement and start your own meditation journey. And like she said, it takes a little bit to get used to, a little bit to get into the flow, but after a while you crave it when you're not doing it. So I would love to hear how you're going with your journey, how, you know, if you need any advice, you can reach out to myself or Isabel. My handle for Instagram is at Haley underscore Morecambe. Isabel's is at Isabel Prestia. We love continuing the conversation over there from this platform to the next. You can also check out all my offerings on my website, uh, which includes plenty of meditation, guided meditation inside my Naturally Well program. And that is hayleymore.com forward slash store that's h-a-y-l-e-y-m-o-r.com forward slash store and you can head over to Isabel's Instagram page to see all her offerings as well sending you so much love and so much light ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.